powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 17 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Today, I've got a guest with me, Louise Robertson, and we're talking all things energy today, which is rather exciting. Louise is an empowerment coach guiding overwhelmed mums running their own business online to create a balance between being the heart of their family and the head of their business. She does this by showing fellow biz mums how letting go of chasing that elusive work-life balance and shifting the focus to your internal energetic balance is the secret sauce to having it all. <laughs> Louise loves dancing, baking, yoga, camping, and adventures with her boys. And with her husband of 22 years, their three boys and two businesses, they run from their custom-built home in far North Queensland, Louise is without a doubt living the dream life and is ready to show you how you can live yours by balancing your energy. Welcome to the podcast, Louise. Thank you so much for having me, Mel. Excited to be here. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Now, I love your bio so much, Louise. And I remember the very first time I ever read those words being the heart of your family and head of your business. And I was just like, oh my goodness, yes, 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 yes. That just explains exactly how how we feel, like so many women and mums in particular feel when they're trying to have that elusive balance between, you know, being there for their family and then stepping up and becoming the CEO um, of a successful business as well. So I just really, really love that um, description so much, Louise. But what does that struggle between the heart and the head mean to you? How did you actually come about that? We, I, my husband and I run a business together. Uh, it's a property law business. And so it's, it's very, very, very busy. Mm. Uh, and then we have three kids as well. And so it's that constant struggle of does work come first? Do the kids come first? Does the partner come first? Do I come first? Who comes first? What gets priority? What gets what? And it wasn't until I hit a wall and just completely fell apart. Like I um, suddenly realized that something's got to give, something mm. has to change. Mm. Um, it's, you know, you can't just keep trying to have all of these different things pulling on you. Um, and I realized that it, it, you know, I had to stop trying to find that, that work-life balance that, all right, well, I've done this bit of work. Now I've got to spend this amount of time with the kids. I've got to spend this amount of time with hubby and this, um, but trying to do that doesn't take into consideration that sometimes work can be fun and sometimes the fun stuff can actually be really hard. (laughs) 
Um, and it wasn't until I shifted that focus of onto me and into onto my internal energy mm. uh, that things started to shift. And so mm. now it's more about, all right, well, what can I do for me to put me into a really good headspace, to make me just to, to lift my energetic vibration and to make me feel really, really good so that I can then do the things that need to be done mm. and then do some more of the things that I want to do. Mm. It's such an amazing um, way of describing that kind of pull that we have between the flexibility. The reason that we actually started our business is usually around flexibility and being there for our family, but at the same time, doing something for ourselves that we really love and creating this amazing business for ourselves too. Now, I always talk about being mindful of your limited time, energy and resources and really not to slip into that trap of doing hashtag all the things. But I know, however, you have a very different take on um, energy, which we're actually going to explore today. So when it comes to finding a balance of energy, what does that actually mean? So when I talk about energy, I mean our our emotional energy. It's that... Uh-huh. Finding that, that's that emotional equilibrium, if you will, where we can just cut out all the noise, shut down all the stories, all the fears and all those sabotages and just find that quiet and that still, um, that place where we can then create a new emotion, which gives us a different energy. So, um, yeah, it's really about re- recognising that it's our thoughts that impact our emotions and so it's our thoughts that drive our energy and when we're in what I like to call the the sabotaging energy um, when we're hearing all those voices of the inner critic and the imposter and overanalyzer the people pleaser the victim you know all of those negative thoughts they pull us down into a sabotaging spiral um, pull us down into a low energy and we then tell ourselves more of those sabotaging thoughts um, because we are in that low energy. So it's a matter of, of, of stopping that, like a little pattern interrupt, if you will, um, and then being able to lift ourselves up into the warrior energy um, to, you know, create that create that balance of, okay, well, I'm, I'm being dragged down into this negative, but now I want to go back up into the positive um, and choosing your energetic state. Uh, because it doesn't yeah you don't have to stay in that negative Mm. Um, you you have the power to choose to change wow okay so many things there that I'd love to unpack Louise you spoke about a warrior energy what does what does that mean or what does that actually look like okay so to the best way to explain a warrior energy Mel would be to talk to you about um talk to you about my archetypes so a little while ago I created um six archetypes and for those of you who, who aren't sure what archetypes are, they are basically, they are a pattern of energy, pattern of recurring energy that is well known to all of us. Like when I said to you before, Mel, about the inner critic and the overanalyzer, you know, you were, you were nodding, you, you understand what they are and you can feel what they are. They yep. in themselves are archetypes. Um, and so I created uh, warrior archetypes and they're the six positive um, on those negatives that I mentioned earlier and they are yeah they are the the opposing energies to those sabotaging ones 
So it's, it's the goddess who allows us to, and that, that's where that's clear we are as we are and really step into our power. Um, the, the sage, okay, knowing that we have all of the answers within and we just need to trust in that and trust our intuition. Um, the huntress who guides us, right, she knows exactly what that next step is, okay, she guides us past the procrastinator. Um, the queen, she protects and defends our energetic boundaries so that we don't fall back into that people-pleasing energy again. The, who have I missed? The alchemist. The alchemist transforms the reality for the victim. Okay, so when we're in that victim mentality, we are always trying to find blame, trying to, you know, blaming others or blaming ourselves or saying, you know, that this well, things are happening to us. Um, but the alchemist allows us to realise that we have the power and we can transform that. And that's all of them. Yeah, so, so the warrior energy is that, that higher energy that allows us to step out of that sabotaging energy into our power and step away from fear. I love this idea so much, Louise, this idea that when we get into those, and you were right, I was nodding along when you were talking about the inner critic, the procrastinator, like we all have that no matter what stage of business we're at, whether we're just starting out, whether we've been in business for 10 years, those thoughts will always go through our head. It's just more about how we... Um, I was going to use the word attack them. <laughs> We're speaking warrior language. How we actually, you know, um, use the tools to put them to bed or put them to rest or just um, to be able to overcome those uh, negative spirals so we don't continue down. So just thinking about how we can shift and how we have the choice to actually shift from that negative energy to a positive one is absolutely amazing. Now, I would like to ask you though, Louise, how do we actually shift from when we're in these spiraling thoughts or, or negative situations? How can we call on these amazing other um, warrior energies to transform that or to turn that around? Is it a conscious thought process that we need to go into? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's going to be so different for everybody. Um, but I guess that the first step is is recognizing that you are in the negative spiral, and that mm. can sometimes be really hard because we're not always conscious of the fact that our emotions are actually affected by our thoughts, and we just we're feeling these feelings, and sometimes we're not even aware of what they are. Mm. Um, you know, especially when we're procrastinating, sometimes we think we're legitimately doing something productive, <laughs> but we break it down, we realize it's it's not what we actually need to be doing. So that can be a really hard step, but the bigger ones, um, you know, we often recognise. So it's recognising first that we are in that negative pattern mm. um, and recognising that it is our thoughts that are affecting that emotion mm. um, and that are putting us in there. And, and from there we can start to change them. Um, and it's about finding the little things that work for you. Um, to me, for me, anything to do with music. <laughs> and <laughs> Listening if, if... to it, dancing to it, singing to it. Yeah, and I can attest to the fact that Louise loves um, the music. I just love watching you transform when you um, do dance, when you do listen to the music and see, I can physically see that shift in energy and the amazing energy that you give off as well um, when you do those things. So it's 
it's, I guess, finding the right thing that's for you. So what other things could we actually do besides dancing or listening to music? Yeah, definitely. It has to be very specific to you. Otherwise, it's mm-hmm. not going to work. Some people just, you know, the thought of dancing, um, just, yeah, <laughs> it's not for them and that's totally fine. But, you know, little things like um, journaling, meditating, visualisations, you know, they work well for some people. Mm-hmm. Getting out in nature, exercise, mm-hmm. um, bushwalking, you know, just things like that. Or um, just a really quick and easy one is, is just to stop and take a few big deep breaths. And, you know, gratitudes work really well too. And I've actually put it in here. I've created a, a gratitude anchor. It's just a quick sort of four-minute um, visualisation that you can listen to that just allows you to stop, take a breath and remind yourself of one big thing that you're grateful for. And that is a huge thing that can help you shift out of that negative energy and into mm. positive. Mm. Just finding to- that little pattern back yeah, so it doesn't really have to be this major big thing that you do that takes a long time. You mentioned some things that, that may actually take some time, so like walking in nature or, you know, getting outside, but there are things that you can do that take just so little time that it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, I remember you telling me once about well, asking me what my favourite song was um, and to play that, and it was less than two minutes long, and you just think to yourself, well, I find that I get into this spiral of, oh, my goodness, I'm so busy, I've got so much stuff to do, I don't have time to stop and do these things but the reality is I do right absolutely absolutely can yeah two minutes is all you need and I actually often refer it to that a really sluggish computer um when you know you're really really busy and the computer's being really sluggish because you've got so many things open <laughs> and you know that if you just shut everything down and reset it it would you'd be able to get it done quicker but, but you can't because you're right in the middle of it and you're like no I just need to get this done and so you fight through and it takes forever but if you just quickly shut everything down and reset, then it works on it. You know, it, it's at back up at, at its level again and you can get it done more efficiently. And yeah. we're the same. If you just stop for the, a minute, two minutes, five minutes, however long you've got, do a quick little energy reset and then you're back firing on all cylinders again. Um, oh. But it, it can be really hard in the moment to go, no, I just need to walk away. <laughs> That's such a great analogy too because we would be so much faster and more efficient if we just simply hit that reset button just like our computer. But there is a resistance there because we are stuck in that mindset of we do not have time to do it, but we actually do have time to do it. I love it. Excellent. So let's just go back to these um, archetypes for a minute, Louise, because I'm really interested um, in how we can identify what we need and pick out those pieces that we need in the moment. So if we are in this negative spiral of thoughts that are not helpful to us, uh, whether it's relating to business or, uh, or our personal life, how do we know which one of these amazing archetypes to actually draw upon? So is it kind of like just looking at ourselves and going, well, I have negative thoughts at the moment, so therefore I need to tap into this particular energy? Or is it more just about what's in the moment and what type of person you are and personality you are as to what you actually need. So how can we actually figure out, I guess what I'm asking is how can we figure out which of the the warrior energies that we need to actually draw on in the moment? Yeah. Um, Well, it can either just be like, what do you want to feel? Like, what do you need 
in order to get this thing done. If you are really nervous about doing a live, for example, because you you know you sort of you're not sure if you want to be seen, and you start sort of you know the inner critic comes out. Oh, you know, I haven't done my makeup, my hair's all messy. What am I going to look like? What are people going to think of me? Like that that inner critic starts coming out. I mean, we know we want to draw on that confidence um, of the the goddess energy. Um, then we can look and say, all right, well, I want to feel more like the goddess, and so what can I do to draw on that sort of confidence? So it can be a matter of what, how do I want to feel, and so which of those energies do I want to step into? Or perhaps it's um, the opposite is true. Like you know that you're procrastinating and you know it's not getting you anywhere. Um, and so you want to step out of the procrastination, then you can go, all right, well, who's the opposite to that? Um, and that's the huntress because she she knows what she wants. So she knows that next step and she will mm. guide you past the procrastinator. Um, or it could just be a matter of you just want to feel, you know, you want to step out of the fear. And so you um, you can just choo- choose any of them. It doesn't have to specifically be, you know, one. one. It could be a combination of them as well. Mm. And so what do you think happens, Louise, when we do step into the warrior energy? What's the impact of that on our business and our personal lives? So when we're in the warrior energy, um, the opposite spiral effect happens to as I was talking about before with that uh-huh. negative spiral we, we have a positive spiral and so you know success breeds success and so we're in when we're in that worry energy and feeling really good about ourselves we're more efficient um we, you know we can we can get more done with the time that we've got uh and so then we can go and do another little something for us another high energy task as, as I like to call it to, to, to boost your energy something that feels really good so you stay up in that positive emotion um and you are going to have all of those positive more positive thoughts like yes I do know what I'm doing I can trust myself I do have this um you know I'm winning at this and that will keep you on that upward spiral for you know a bit longer obviously it doesn't last forever (laughs) um and the negatives can be just as important as the positives because they Mm. teach us lessons and they they allow us to see the the, Mm. you know the polar opposites of them Mm. um but yeah, by being in that moment, we we are more efficient, more effective, get more done in less time, and can then you know have more connection time with our kids or more time for us. Oh, you're speaking my language when you say efficiency, Louise, because I just love <laughs> I love a process and a procedure, and I love um, finding ways of doing things so much more quickly. So I have some ideas around how I could probably bring this to my content creation, but perhaps you do. Like, what can how can bringing the warrior energy to our lives and our business help us specifically with content creation? Do you think? So if you're um, if you're like me and who is a just flat at the moment wing it, um, I can't remember what what you call it in your in your um, the free email, but the free spirit the free spirit that's Louise yeah, <laughs> definitely free spirit. Um, it can really help by if you you know when you want to actually be a little bit more structured uh, and you sort of set yourself some time to create content but you're not really feeling it, then you can do a little energy reset to, to put you in that worry energy so that you are feeling it more. And then you can use your free spirit energy, but actually structure it and strategize it. Um, or if you are already someone who does work really well with structure and strategy like yourself now, you can just make sure that that time you've blocked off is going to be more efficient for your content creation. You can get more creative. 
in that time. It will also let you step out of your comfort zone a little bit more. Um, you know, if you're, as I always said before, if you're nervous about doing lives, you can tap into that goddess energy so that you can come on and do a Facebook live. A really quick, easy thing that I like to do is a power pose. Um, that's just holding, standing tall, holding yourself in a really open pose, like a Wonder Woman or Superman pose. Yes. Um, and it feels really silly, but if you hold that pose for two minutes, your physiological, you know, parts of your body change and, and that in fact changes your thoughts. It allows you to be more confident. Um, and it, it's actually been backed by science, scientifically proven that if you hold a power pose for two minutes, you will be able to take more confident decisions and, and take more risks. So doing a power pose before you're alive is something really, really quick and easy that can change your energy. I love that idea. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to do that before I do my next life. But when you say that, do you mean not whilst you're doing your life, you don't have the power pose or you do? No, before it. So you okay, just yeah. do it two minutes before it so that you set your energy up. And then you can go and do the live. I mean, you can hold it in the live if you want, but it might feel a bit funny. You might, you might, yeah. Because it, you do, it does feel really awkward. I've done it a lot. And the first little while, you're like, oh my God, I feel really silly doing this. But it does work. Um, and it's the same with holding a smile, right? Because our, our, the way we hold our body can trick our mind into having different thoughts. And so if we're feeling really flat. We can just simply sit there and force a smile onto our face. And at first, it's going to feel really awkward and uncomfortable, but you hold it long enough and then your whole body will smile with you because <laughs> your mind catches up. And you're like, oh, okay. You can trick your mind into thinking that you're happy. I, I laugh at this because I used to do this, Louise, a bit when I uh, was running. So if I was, you know, having a particularly hard, sluggish day, getting going with my running, um, and or I was feeling like I couldn't make that last little bit, I would put a smile on my face as I was running. <laughs> it, would, it would honestly change my energy, would change my perspective. I did get a few strange looks, might I say, like from people <laughs> going the opposite way, like why is she smiling while she's running? But it really did. It really shifted that those negative thoughts and really helped me um, focus on the positives and what I was going to get out at the end of uh, finishing that run. So that's another great tip. I love that as well. But, oh, my goodness, uh, where do I start with all of this? these ideas about content creation? So you were saying that, you know, even if you are that, like, free spirit, creating the flow type of person, that having a structure and using your energy resets to bring to your content creation can really help you be more proficient really you know create more content in less time and I really love that because we are so different every single one of us is different and you know you mentioned your free spirit superpower mine is the precision planner and if you haven't done my quiz I'll pop the link to um, the quiz in the show notes to this this episode because it's a really I feel like it's a really empowering thing to do to understand what your strengths are so that you can then bring them to your content creation as well because I know that so many times you know people sit down to create content and it just doesn't happen it just doesn't feel right or they're in a funk or it feels forced and I feel like when it feels forced and you're creating when it's forced you're the human on the other end of the the, the piece of content that you're creating is going to feel that energy would you agree Louise absolutely yes yeah. absolutely they feel the energy even from a written post 
Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, when I was first learning all about this, I was like, how is that even possible? But it is so true. The energy you put into those words on a computer screen transform themselves and the reader feels it. And if it is forced, it's not going to land. And you're not going to connect with the right people if mm. you've constantly got that forced energy. Um, mm. So if you can reset and find your good energy, you're going to connect with all of the right people, which makes your entire client journey so much more powerful because if you're connecting with the wrong people, then there's just no point. Oh, wow. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. So for those of you who don't understand or don't know about the client journey, it's basically how we take our um, ideal client from not knowing anything about us all the way through to becoming raving fans. And there are different phases in that client journey. And content is the way that we move our our ideal client through that client journey. So you are hundred percent correct, Louise, in saying, if you're not getting that first bit right and connecting in a way that feels right for you, as well as your ideal client, then you're never actually going to be able to take them on that journey in the first place. Oh, so many, so many ahas in this episode, Louise. I'm absolutely loving it. My goodness me. So we talked a little bit about how to, some of the things that we can do to bring energy And when we talk about energy, we're talking about our emotional energy as well, Um, how we can actually bring that to our business and our content creation. You mentioned also a gratitude anchor. Now, can you just talk to us a little bit more about that and how that may be able to be used to impact our energy positively? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a gratitude anchor, it's, it's just, it's a little visualization where you just um, focus on something that you're grateful for. You can do it yourself, but I, I've got a guided one as well, just for those people who aren't sure what they're doing. Um, Which is me. I totally, I totally, <laughs> I totally love to be guided. Like not a lot of people do, but it's just the same with journaling as well. I, I'm happy to journal and I like to write. I love to write actually, but I don't know what to write unless someone gives me that prompt. So I think that, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's totally me. Sorry to interrupt you, but yes, I need to be guided. <laughs> yep. No, that's, <laughs> that's great. So yeah. And it just, it allows you to focus on something that you're grateful for. Um, and it, it's based on the premise that fear and gratitude cannot coexist. So all of our different emotions are on a, a spectrum. Okay. Our emotions have different vibrations. Um, and fear is a very low vibration and gratitude is a high vibration. Um, and so we can't be in those same emotions at exactly the same time. And so if you are able to find that gratitude, then you're stepping out of the fear. And all of our big negative emotions, whether it's overwhelm or anxiety or guilt, or um, that they're all based on some form of fear. And so if we can step out of that fear into gratitude, then yeah, we're leaving that behind and we're stepping up into that more positive emotion. And doing it as a gratitude anchor, it, it gives us that little focal point throughout the rest of the day then as well to sort of really easily flip the switch back to that gratitude, that feeling of gratitude. And it's, it's you use the power of touch as well. So in the guide of visualisation, I get you to close down your eyes but also put your hand on your chest. Um, And I've done it that many times now that that action of putting my hand in my chest, that in itself has anchored me to that feeling of gratitude. So now if I'm feeling really stressed, really anxious, really any of those big emotions, I can just simply put my hand in my chest and automatically my breathing slows and I start to go back to those feelings of Mm. gratitude again. So Mm. it just anchors that into us so that we can really quickly 
flip the switch of that negative energy into the positive again. I love that. And I love the idea that you said that fear and gratitude cannot coexist. Fear yeah. and gratitude cannot coexist. And when we remind ourselves of that and we use these tools that we have available to us, then I think that it will help you move from those negative spiraling thoughts into one of more warrior energy. Louise, this has been such an amazing chat today. Um, and I thank you so much for bringing your wisdom around um, this energy to us and teaching us about how to move from the, the lower energy to a higher energy as well. Thank you so much for that. So I'm all about women owning and using their superpowers, Louise. So what would you say is your superpower? I love this question, though. Um, it's been hard for me. I've been thinking about it a lot. But I think my superpower is my ability to hold space. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been someone that people come to with their problems and I can I just I listen I think it's that I listen without trying to fix it without trying to solve it and without judging um I used to get stopped by so many people on public transport when I was living in Brisbane they would just share their life story with me I think, wow why but it was just because I would listen but lately that superpower has grown to also um holding space for myself which I think is really important listening to myself and yeah that's that's my superpower. Oh, that that is your superpower. First of all, I can confirm that wholeheartedly. Um, but that's such an amazing superpower to have. So thank you for sharing that with us, Louise. Um, do you have any final parting words of wisdom for the listeners before we finish off today? Um, I guess my my big tip is just to keep reminding yourself that it's your thoughts that impact your emotions, and you have control over those thoughts. Hmm. Um, you know, you might. Be initially triggered into an emotion, but you can then choose to change the thoughts, which gives you the power to do anything. Oh, yay. I love that. Thank you. Now, you mentioned um, a gratitude anchor, which I will pop the link in the show notes, Louise. But if people want to find out more about you and what you do, where can they find you? I'm on Facebook and Instagram. My handle is at uh, The Balanced Biz Mum. For both of them and I also have a website thebalancebizmum.com.au. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today Louise and sharing your wisdom with my listeners. I truly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me Mel. It's been amazing. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at meldbusiness. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect, my membership inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.